Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I am Marilyn's vagina. These are the vagina monologues. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is my co-host Ryan, and this is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about videos. What the fuck reference was that? <laughs> you never heard of the vagina monologues? Yeah, I've it's, heard of they it. Personify different parts of the vagina. I I thought Hi. you said Maryland, and I was like, yeah, "Is like, Maryland's vagina like Washington D.C.?" No, but that could be the clitoris. Could be of I America. Guess Virginia would be. <laughs> that is our sensitive spot. That's where everyone goes to. You know what? I've never been able to find Washington D.C. on a map. Well, so I keep poor just, I keep driving. <laughs> I keep driving around it. I get. I think I've. I think I found Washington D.C. But I'm just kind of. I'm a little bit always to like the the north or the south of it. Never quite in the center of Washington, D.C. You well, know? let me tell you, I've been to D.C. multiple times. <laughs> me and Nicolas Cage, we done stole the Declaration of Independence, <laughs> which I will add that there's this meme going around called Thickless Cage. And I've let it be known, I guess, quite a bit that I love me some Nicolas Cage. You, you are a real cage head. Your, your admiration for the man has been public knowledge for a while. Now. Yeah, I got a lot of that meme sent my way, <laughs> but I loved every minute of it. Yeah, it was, um, I was one of about 10 people, apparently, that... Only five. Only five. But it was like people were very close to me who would only know... Who would know that how knowledge. my love. Right. Well, I, I I was in a very awkward situation where I was... <laughs> Thickless Cage was the last thing I saw when I locked my phone and put it on the charger at night. And when I unlocked it, the first thing next morning, guess what was still there? Thickless. Thickless Cage. Which, you're welcome. I like I guess. to think that I've kind of butterfly affected you. Yeah, you've definitely affected me in <laughs> multiple ways <laughs> over time. And you just got to wash that. It'll come right out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Ryan, you, um, you're going to be a babysitter now. So that's God your, damn now. Handed out business cards about all of your, about all of your mm-hmm. services, mm-hmm. the services you offer. Let, no. You're very responsible, down to earth. Mm-mm. Definitely nope. not going to throw Mm-mm. anyone's kid anywhere. Yeah, I'm going to kick somebody's kid. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, somebody came to my house recently, and they brought <laughs> their baby. Somebody came to my house with a baby. They Strike had a one. baby. <laughs> they had a baby. One. It was later in the evening, so I was grumpy. I was not <laughs> grumpy, but I had the rest of the night planned out as a simple easy time people came over whatever and it was they, not a simple easy time after that no somebody tried to volunteer me to watch after goddamn baby so they go <laughs> swim in a pool i was like oh hell no oh hell to the no Mm-mm. if you trusted me with your kid then you got problems i'm not saying that anything will go wrong but more than likely it will is the kid breathing I hope so. Can you leave a kid in the cage and just go, you know, run to the grocery store or something? You can't, but you should be able to, because I mean, you can't go anywhere if it's in a cage. So, um, yeah, I was kind of offended that someone would think that. That's a lot of faith, a lot of blind faith. I think that the more offensive thing is that some, so you have a community pool in your um, townhome community yes uh pub, public pool there and uh they just invited yourself over and then they're like oh well, yeah we have a kid well no and they one, invited themselves to a, one person invited themselves and then another person said i want to come too and then they're like oh no but we got this baby now 
Yeah. And, and they were like, were like, oh, Ryan can, Ryan will just watch your kid. And Ryan, who I'm assuming was on his phone, half paying attention to this. Was no, like, I had to pay the full attention. <laughs> what? Excuse me? It was, it was very, <laughs> attention was being put on me to pay attention. And it was a little taxing for my frail, tired, old ass self. And on top of this, people want me to watch the goddamn baby. I don't know. I ain't watching after nobody's goddamn baby. But my wife was like, yeah, people are just stopping by for, you know, pop in, pop out. They're just stopping by for a few hours. Oh, hell no. They're here for a couple St- hours. Stopping by for a few brought hours. Brought some drinks, too. They bring me I was food. like, I think they brought a tent, too. Going to set up shop outside. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. They brought a generator they tried to plug in. Yeah, I was like, no, whoa, 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 whoa. You got a Tesla or something? You ain't plugging up anything in here. (laughs) Elsewhere. So, uh, yeah, that went down. So, moral of the story is I ain't going to watch nobody's goddamn baby. And I don't think I want children after witnessing this. Um, Witnessing there was a lot going on yeah i i don't know it made me contemplate like no i like my dog i'll watch my dog and my kitty cats but goddamn baby hell to the no y'all just gonna keep it real so that was ryan's fourth of july (laughs) essentially i went to a pizza place at one point um the day before yeah so that was that was the extent of the holiday. That was the grand, grand escape, if you will. Apparently, our neighborhood does fireworks. Yeah, I seen that. And by our neighborhood, I mean like, I'm assuming just some very uh, intoxicated people that live down the street from us. But yeah, mm-hmm. it, was, it was quite a sight to behold. Uh, I we skipped them because the fireworks in Kville are lame, so we just came back home. I could hear them from my house though. Yeah, well, <laughs> my poor kitties and dog were looking at me. I was like, boys, it's gonna be okay, boys. It's going to be fine. It's going to be good, boys. There's just some, a bunch of explosions in the sky, but it's nothing to worry about. Don't worry. Don't worry about them sky explosions. But it is a little scary when you start seeing it light up outside your window whenever your blinds are closed. Yeah, yeah it was it was so strange because they looked like professional fireworks. But <laughs> then you open the door, you're like, oh, hell no. That oh, wind's right no. by my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not very sure if they have some kind of permit to be doing this or if they. I don't think you need any. And we were watching the news today and apparently people were shooting guns in the air. Cool. Somebody out here in <laughs> Greensboro, they uh, like a bullet like grazed them on its way down. Like it didn't really hit them kill them yep but that's independence that's independence day y'all mm-hmm. sky explosions people just firing guns into the air it's a great it's a great american day let me tell you mm-hmm. it's we've we put all of our all of our best things together explosions firearms sex i, I was just Plus gonna say sex. lots and lots Butt sex, lots and lots of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and some goddamn babies. <laughs> oh god, god, the best. Keep that back there. The best that we have to offer. But yeah, oh. we had a pretty, we had a pretty relaxing one. So it wasn't. Well, you cooked out with the, the rinse, did you? Uh, we did. And by cooked out, I mean I just showed up, and ate, ate out at yeah. your parents. I didn't eat out my parents. I <laughs> ate at their house. <laughs> Just to clarify, I see what you. I know what you're. The up vagina to. monologue. I see continue. what you're up to. <laughs> Jake came over and I kept driving. He found past, Washington D.C. Kept driving past the house. Finally, <laughs> I tried to get in the driveway. I kept overshooting it, and then I was. We're talking about your family still, right? Right. Okay, so we're talking about your family. <laughs> uh, anyways, what we got in news this week? Uh, oh God! I posted this. Uh, there's going to be a. Um, so I posted last week about how the ESRB rated Ghost of Tsushima director's cut and basically leaked it. So the next day they're like, well, it's here coming. You, here you go. Here's a trailer, guys. <laughs> here, this is no longer a well-kept secret. So um, there's it's going to be like a whole new area added to that game. Um, I love that game. It's, set really, it's beautiful and it looks really, really cool. So. There's going to be a PS4 and PS5 version, which I was happy about. Um, so the director's cut. If so, here's the pricing options. So Ryan, sixty. Prepare to be prepare to be confused. 
$70 on PS5 and $60 on PS4, but we'll also have lower priced upgrade options for those who already own the game. Owners of the PS4 get it for $19.99 or the PS5 version for $29.99. Those who buy the director's cut on PS4 at full price can later upgrade to that PS5 version for $9.99. So that's as clear as we can make it. Exactly. Uh, so basically, yes, they're happy to make more of this game if you're happy to pay more for it. Oh, hell yeah. They just want the money. Yeah, but for $20 and if it's a decent, I mean, the main game is pretty long. So if it's, you know, 10, 20 hours, I'd pay. I'd pay to play more of that. It's a fun mm-hmm. game. Um, I, Can I do this one? I'm so excited. Are you? Visit. Yeah, you did. You did say OMG. Spider-Man stars Tom Holland and Zendaya spotted kissing, seemingly confirming seemingly. they're dating. <laughs> I don't know if there was tongue involved, but there might have been some heavy petting. I'm just excited for these two wild kids, and hopefully it comes over to the the movies. This article on comicbook.com is written just like one of those gossip columns the kiss took place in los angeles inside an audi sports car driven by holland uh-huh. the two were reportedly seen having a good time alter alternating joking around with each other and making out the two young actors haven't commented on the moment officially but you can see photos of the event below we're waiting for the porno y'all this doesn't look like it this looks like an suv they said it was an audi sports car but i think that they're lying <laughs> Maybe it's not really them. Maybe it's people that look like them. No, it looks exactly like Tom Holland and Zendaya. Oh, does it? Are they kissing? Uh, They look like they're about to kiss in the second photo. Oh, yeah, dog. See, this is them alternating between joking around and making out, just as yeah. they said. So they got that part of the story right. <laughs> Man, I think it's wild. Can you believe it, Jake? Can you believe it? That is just wonderful, wonderful news. And speaking of that, real quick, did you see that Robert Downey Jr. unfriended all the Marvel people like Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, and like Paul Rudd? Okay, no need to throw things. <laughs> Sorry, that just really upset me. Um, <laughs> Jacob. We will get there in a second. I saw something in the room. I don't don't want to distract you, but yes, I feel like we probably should have prefaced that. You should have told me about what's happening in here. Anyway, Robert Downey Jr. has stopped following his co-stars from the uh, MCU. Interesting. I wonder why. His father just died today, too. Oh. But this happened prior. Robert Downey Sr. Yes. Not to be confused with Jr., because they're different people. They are. Now, back to what I've noticed in here. Now, we've been There's in been here. There's been a disturbing development in the podcasting studio. So, Jake just threw something across the room. It slid on the floor. He has shelving. And, and right on cue, it directed your attention to this very spot. <laughs> you have, like, some mini pop-ups of you playing your guitar with wristbands and cut-off sleeves jeans and white uh, uh white shoes if you were to guess the years that these photo photographs were originally taken what would you say oh man <laughs> probably mid 2000 you there's, are correct there's also one with you holding a guitar in a tea bag uh stance you're taking a knee <laughs> taking bag. a knee why are why? you saying t- tim tebow Tim Tebowing, Tim but teabagging. teabagging. Tim Tebow teabagging. Okay. Why do you have these things? Where did they come from? <laughs> um, my mom had those made, uh, obviously, years and years ago. Oh, and, <laughs> so you're like, yeah, fuck yeah. So Olivia, when she saw these originally, she thought that they were from some of the uh, backyard barbecues that my band used to play at did you give those out oh man they were not we got cds and these mini pop-ups of jake playing guitar can i get one of those i'll put them in the house from a photo shoot i had you did a photo shoot yeah specifically for that purpose for the band no to have these made so your mom took you and she told you to bring your guitar yes and on two different occasions because these were at least three or four years apart you could tell that my style had already changed where my clothes were considerably less baggy by the second photo. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is... I was probably 14 in the first one 
and maybe 17 in the second one. Your mom's like, come on, let's go get some pictures. <sighs> and now here they are before us. Yep. So anyways, the reason that they're here is because my mom is going through boxes of stuff in the basement because she's a teacher. She doesn't have work right now because it's summer vacation and mm-hmm. she has nothing better to do than just open boxes of old stuff and be like, do you want this? And so she put both of those in a box of old Christmas ornaments. Tell her gave thank them you. to Olivia. And so that. Oh, that, she snuck them in. Exactly. Trojan I, horse. She, I had no interest in bringing these here. Your and mom's then, like a hacker. Exactly. So Olivia, and then Olivia was the one that put him in here. So that's how that's how those two. Oh, they have to stay now. But yeah, exactly. Now that they've been, <laughs> now that we've talked about them on the podcast, they're tax deductible. <laughs> yes. Be sure to save the time and all this, but we need we need to take a picture and put these on the uh, podcast. On the back end of them, is it just white or is it? Yeah, just, it's just white. No, okay. it's just mint my butt sticking out. <laughs> yeah, one side. I didn't know if it's like the back end of you or like just the same thing reversed. That would be weird. Would it be weird? Because, I mean, it would be the same picture both sides. Would it be weirder than just having two of these just sitting here? If I'm just going to be honest, it's a little weird in general. Um, (laughs) I don't don't agree with that at all. Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) I digress. (laughs) That was one of the best tangents ever. (laughs) It just threw me off. I was like, what? What is what this? Is what that? is happening here now? Um, <laughs> Am I being catfished? What the? What is happening? America? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you tell Lynette. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad that made your day. <laughs> I'm gonna send her uh, Facebook and be like, Lynette, can you I make one? Them. Can you make one of those <laughs> of me? <laughs> Oh, can I? I'm just gonna wear the same things you're wearing in that, oh and God, playing the same so, guitar. That would be so funny. <laughs> the two of us. <laughs> I probably still have that shirt somewhere. It's oh, like, fuck it's yeah! Like what about those beach. pants? I definitely don't have those, but I can oh. get. I could get you some white vans, <laughs> some white slip-on vans. Perfect. <laughs> I'll just go get mine. Maybe uh, I'll get some wristbands or whatever. No, I still have those. I could tell still you get exactly the where those those trivium wristbands are. <laughs> I well, got those at like the second concert I ever went to. Oh my gosh. And I wore them to school one time and I felt like a fucking poser. So did you? the last time I did that. <laughs> you were like, yeah, fuck yeah. Got my, if I sweat, it ain't going to make to my fucking hands. Why? Trivium. <laughs> did anybody give you shit about it or anything? No, because I wore like a long sleeve shirt. But so I you wore a long sleeve shirt exactly. to not so show it, was it off? Like, it was like a soft launch where I was like, I'm not ready to go fully out here yet. So Tip gonna, in. Exactly. So, yeah, but then I felt like I felt like so, but I didn't take them off all day. So that was you can't, because once you put sweatbands on, obviously notoriously difficult for just taking them off of your arms. Well, it seemed like really easy to lose, too. And if you love it's them, it's not like you're at school them. where you have like a backpack you could just throw them into because you were clearly embarrassed <laughs> too yeah. embarrassed to roll your sleeves up. Can I go to the bathroom? Yes. And meanwhile, you go in there. Like, I'm taking these off, <laughs> <laughs> you know. One time I had a teacher who really did not like people sniffling, you know, whenever you're like sucking snot back into your brain. Right. Um, so well familiar with the problem. She was such a mean teacher and we had reading time. So my nose was running. and I was just letting it because I was such a petrified child of talking to this teacher. She sucked. And I just held my sleeve around my nose. I held up my face. Like I was reading my book and just let the snot drip down my sleeve. So she wouldn't say anything to me and I wouldn't get in trouble. So you had a big, snotty, crusty elbow by the time it was over with. Yeah. All the way up to the elbow. Yeah. I don't even know what period it was. Surely it wasn't the last period. So I was just. How old were you? I was middle school. I thought you were going to be like 17. (laughs) it happened yesterday it happened in college i was too embarrassed to say this is at work i wish i could go back and like punch that teacher in the face old fat bitch or at least slap her with your snotty snotty t-shirt yeah uh yeah she sucked worst teacher i ever had clearly um once again i digress uh the last of us hbo series (laughs) is entering production and i believe they're gonna do 10 episodes um 
you know, is going to have Pedro Pascal, who can hopefully redeem himself from that terrible Wonder Woman movie. But he has been the Mandalorian, so we can give him a break. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that movie and forgot he was in it. Yeah, Nico Parker, I don't know who that is. And Gabrielle Luna. I pronounced all those names correctly. You did. (laughs) I like it. Yes. Um, Oh, okay. So... Yesterday, big news in the Nintendo Switch world. So, Ryan, I'd like to play. Uh, I'd like to play a little guessing game with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's been rumors of that Switch Pro that have been circling around for years, literally since the first one came out, <laughs> because yes. it has not a lot of onboard storage, and it could do with a little bit more power because some games do not run super well on it including some of uh, Nintendo's own first party ones. So mm. um, anyways, they just released a new switch yesterday. I, and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to talk about the uh, features that people want in it. And I want you to guess whether or not they're included in this model. You know, I'm just going to guess no on most nope. of these. Uh, I'm just prefacing, All right. prefacing it. New Nintendo switch. Do you think it has a larger crisper screen? Yes, because I that's on the highlight. That's on the thing. Yes. All right. Do you think that it has a more powerful processor to help games run at a more stable frame rate? My my brain says no, but my heart says yes. So I'm going to go with yes, because it's a bigger screen. So it's going to need more power, right? The answer is no. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Do you think that with a larger, brighter screen, uh, it will boast an improvement in handheld battery life? No, I actually think that would drain battery life quicker. Do you think that they would put a bigger battery in there to compensate for that? Uh, my Once again, <laughs> my brain says no, and that seems like the fellow I need to follow, stupid heart. <laughs> the answer to that is also no. Do you think that they have improved upon the Joy-Cons that people said are uncomfortable to hold and also no, I've uh, seen the picture. I produce the same. Uh, stick drift after a uh, after a few months of use? Um, I'm going to say got, they did not fix that. Uh, and they've also been taken to court for on multiple occasions. Fuck it. Class if it ain't broke, lawsuit. don't fix it. Yep. <laughs> Do you think... <laughs> All you really got was a bigger screen. Am I, is Do my you... <laughs> deduction correct? Uh, yes. So, okay. Here, here's another. Is the storage like better? Uh, they doubled the storage. Okay. But again... After uh, they got rid of the Mario game, right? You know? <laughs> So, yeah, basically, they put a bigger screen on it uh, and none of the other things people wanted. Uh, so no 4K docked resolution. Uh, they fixed the kickstand. <laughs> the kickstand. The, the kickstand. Now you can kick it. The kickstand's really uh, long now. Perfect. <laughs> that thing that nobody was asking for. And they're like, hey, can we get like uh, maybe a faster processor so the games run a little bit smoother? And they're like, we heard you. We fixed the kickstand. We made it way bigger. And they're like, can we? <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> and the baffling thing about this is that it costs $50 more than the regular Switch does. So now well, you get that stand and the screen's bigger. You get, yeah, you have a screen that's 0.9 inches uh, bigger. That's right. That's all that matters, right? Am I right? It's OLED, so technically it'll look a little bit better. So you can see those games chugging along at an unstable frame rate. Perfect. A crisper resolution. <laughs> look, oh yeah, this is a piece of shit. <laughs> I I love the Switch, but Nintendo makes some really strange decisions. So yeah, you have this one, which is 350. You have a regular Switch, which is 300. And then you have the Switch Lite, which doesn't switch at all. And it's $200. And the mm. strange thing about that is that if you want a bigger screen to play the games on, if you're only treating this as a handheld console, why would you not just get a Switch Lite, which is $150 to a TV? $150 less. Um, Anyways, <laughs> I will say that this is the equivalent. Nintendo is the man in the house, and the customers are like the wives who are like, Hey, can you do this? And he's the project that he's never going to get finished that he just does like a little bit. And he's like, I'll get to it eventually. I'll get to it eventually. I, I we're working. I fit. But look how fucking wide this kickstand is. Takes up the whole back. Yeah. Of it. That's a real nice kickstand, boy. Is that a hoofy? It's so dumb. I mean, I don't unless you just didn't have one already and you wanted a good one to go in on. But I don't know. 
No. Not not for me. <laughs> um, Grand Theft Auto 6 will reportedly return to Vice City featuring evolving map. Interesting. Sounds sick. I can't wait to play that in 2026 when GTA 6 comes out. Mm-hmm. Yep. It should be soon. <laughs> right around the corner. <laughs> um, we have our first look at Army of the Dead or uh, the prequel to Army of the Dead, which is called Army of Thieves, which we were joking may not have anything to do with zombies whatsoever. Um, yeah, it's all we get is a few pictures of Dieter, who is the safe cracker, uh, played by Matthias Matthias Schweigoffer. And he was also the director. Yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. I like this character, um, but yeah, this is going to be strange and a bit gratuitous saying that this is a prequel to a zombie movie if it if they're just like robbing banks and cracking safes. Well, stuff. maybe they unleash what came out. Like maybe one of the people in their group. So you know the blowjob scene at the beginning? Yeah. And then how easy it is for that safe to open up. Yeah. Maybe they crack that safe. They crack the safe on the zombie because they knew somebody was going to get roadhead. Yeah. And then crash into a military convoy and accidentally start a zombie apocalypse. Well, maybe they couldn't finish the job and they cracked it, but couldn't open they it in time. cracked it a little bit and then the government put the zombie in there and then they put it on a truck. And then that guy was getting roadhead and then just barreled right into this military convoy. Makes sense to me. Yeah. That really was a good opening to that movie, though. I, I really liked the. the I wish I could be there for the sales pitch. It starts with a blowjob, right? It okay. always does, doesn't it? <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? It's downhill after that. Hey. Considerably less. It was a very less good. interesting movie. It, I liked it, but there was problems with it. <laughs> there were a few issues I had with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to say the least, especially uh, the metrosexual guy who never lost his scarf that's oh. what i remember and then how that two by four was the only thing separating the zombies world from our world yeah there's some dumbass zombies they're like no these are smart zombies be like there's literally like a plank of plywood that they've just put over this hole and people are just coming and going and they don't give a shit yeah they're like come on in and then they're just like yeah well, let's we'll nuke it it's fine don't worry about it um marvel studios uh so Kevin Feige is saying that new and or there's a new policy at Marvel and that all of the big multi-movie long-term contracts are pretty much a thing of the past. Which is weird and makes me worry. Um, yeah. <laughs> is it going to be like a gentleman or a lady's agreement that you're just like, yeah, I'll be back for this. Or maybe they're like, well, we got TV shows and shit going on. Maybe we'll call you. Maybe we won't. Yeah, I think that they're probably it does seem like this phase of the MCU is more focused on not as tell not telling as many big inter- interconnected stories, which I, it se- does certainly seems to be the direction that they're going in. It does that all of the shows so far have not been really linked at all, and I would not be you know surprised that once we get to Black Widow and Shang-Chi it's going to be, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they're a lot more separate, but I, you know, the, the band's going to get back together at some point. Um, I see here, it says recently WandaVision star, Paul Bettinetti, Bettinetti, Paul Bettany, Bettany. Fuck. He's British. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm not good at figuring out last names revealed. He's not contractual or contracted for any more Marvel projects, which is weird because the way they left off, it seems like there was hope for that. And I've also heard that the WandaVision kids have been seen on set on other uh, WandaVision kids. Yeah. (laughs) Surely he would be there because they weren't real. They were just as real as he was, or he was more real than them actually. Yeah. Interesting. Well, we'll maybe he's just lying. Maybe Paul Bettany, world famous liar, is uh, spinning a tall tale once again. Well, Tom Holland will set the record straight, won't he? It, well, exactly. If they if their paths have crossed, Tom Holland will definitely leak that information. Boy, what? <laughs> he cannot keep a secret. Um, apparently, Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell are working on a Christmas movie together. I'm hopeful. Spirited is going to be an Apple Plus original. 
a modern day musical version of Dickens, a Christmas Carol and also has Oscar winner Octavia Spencer. So how about that? And That's it's musical. Well, I'll from Sean Anders who did, who wrote and directed daddy's home. It's sequel. Oh God. Something no. called instantly family. <laughs> no, 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 no. I am not excited about it anymore. Maybe those movies have done extremely well and I'm just Yeah. We've we just want to see the other guys again. Yes, other guys too, please, for the love of God. Um Pokemon Go makes five billion in five years. Jake, when did you make your first billion? Uh about five years ago. When yeah. I created Pokemon Go. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That Should is, have invested in that. That was a hot thing, and I felt like it. It's dissipated over the time. Over dissipated significantly. But I mean, apparently not because these they still cranking it out, still making money. I have to say, the first the summer that came out, that shit was really fun. But it quickly died off after about two months, where people were like, "Oh, we don't like actually going out and walking around." So maybe this was some trick by the government to a track us and b get some fat Americans to go get off their butts and wander around the streets could have been something people did during the coronavirus quarantines too walking or oh, catching pokemon yeah i mean what else are you gonna do couldn't go to work or anything <laughs> i can't go to work but I'm i would try to catch a snorlax behind the coffee shop yeah hey can you open the door i'm trying to come in so i can get uh some of these uh oh there's a gangar behind the dumpster <laughs> wasn't there something going on with like the nazi jewish like memorial uh yeah so the holocaust museum was a pokey stop and coughing and wheezing you remember the gas pokemon were ones that would randomly generate there that's a little on the nose at the holocaust museum so yeah, yeah i think that that was a little and you know they did problem. that on purpose they probably thought that was funny i don't think so what do you mean you I don't would, think so would how would they not they were, do it they were randomly generated but the pokestops were always they were either businesses or like memorials or landmarks or like landmarks yeah like museums and stuff so go down to the bojangles it's bow time gonna catch me a snorlax that's yeah. where you catch snorlax man so yeah they based it off of like google earth and shit and yeah maybe the holocaust museum shouldn't have been a pokestop or <laughs> well i think they were also trying to encourage people to go to these places but they were and people and like i know businesses uh, especially places like downtown winston were trying to lobby to like get added there because people would show up and they'd stay for a long time mm-hmm. just because you know you could do you, you like know. some mellow mushroom pizza exactly or some burke street uh I know pizza. Camino, camino was a pokestop what about foothills i don't know i don't think i went to foothills for that one but I definitely went to Camino and Camino. There's a shit ton of people there with like the first or second day it came out. Oh, well they have really good desserts there as well. They do have really good desserts and coffee mm-hmm. and cheesecakes by Alex also has great food. Yeah, so if you're ever in downtown Winston-Salem, North Carolina, check out Camino in Foothills. There's a lot of good stuff down there. Yeah. I or reckon. if you're in Greensboro or Winston, there's cheesecakes yeah. by Alex. Exactly. Highly <laughs> suggested. <laughs> This is a plug for just a place that I like. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's what it's all about. Um, Not sponsored, but I reckon that's a good coffee shop. It's about family, Jake. It's all about family. Um, Fast and the Furious 10 to start filming January 2022. Get excited for another shitty piece of shit. Are you excited, Ryan? I just saw the most recent one. And no, I am not. Ryan, tell me a little bit about f9 well f9 the, the, the is the keyboard key f9 f9 what is it what does it left do? dead <laughs> what does it do what does it do <laughs> hmm. what did it do to you it tells me to drink more fucking corona on sundays hang with family which two things i do anyway um so you're not the target audience for this. I am the target audience for this, and I just didn't like it. I've seen all the Fast and Furiouses. Um, I really did not like the last one, and I did not like this one. Maybe I'm missing The Rock and Paul Walker. I don't know. There was definitely something missing um, from it, like some character or something. But anyway, we start off, and 
Um, basically, Vin Diesel knocked up some chick, had a baby. She was murdered. Not the baby, but the lady. And then him and Letty are, are doing their thing, living together with this baby in this like cabin by the woods. So he's like Tony Starking it. Yeah, he's just he's in, no, he's really like Chris Farley. He's a van down by the river, you know. And <laughs> <Okay>, cool. Uh, <laughs> then one day, three cars show up, and he's like, "The name of the baby. His name's Brian. Brian's a toddler. He's like Brian, a very cool name. Yeah, guess where they got that? He's like Brian. Get into you know the cellar. So Brian goes and gets in the Holy cellar. Shit. And they get like these guns. Him and Letty. And then holy shit! Just because some people showed up. Well, they're out in the they're recluse now, so they don't they're they're out in where nobody can see them. Well, little Brian's gonna be traumatized every time they get the Amazon. He don't thing care. Rolls up. They're like, get in the cellar. We're getting the shotguns out. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. Um. And then you find out that uh, it's the crew, and the crew's like, hey, we received this message from Kurt Russell. It says some shit went down, <laughs> like his airplane. So they, I guess they pinpoint and track it where it's at. Cool. And they go to like some exotic location. Can't find Kurt Russell. We assume the man's dead. I don't know. Well, they get this thing, this what's going to help them. Uh, It's like half of something half of a plot device, half of a plot device. Yes. (laughs) And, um, so while they're when they get it, the army who's in this particular area ch- tracks them down, is chasing them. Well, they get away, kinda. Vin Diesel's brother John Cena shows up and steals it from them. Oh no! And it's all about magnets, man. Like in uh, Breaking Bad, <laughs> this whole movie, he jumps his car over a cliff. Magnets save him. Vin Diesel. This is so stupid. This is so stupid. They, the the bridges collapse. They have to get on. Okay. And Vin Diesel drives his car over the cliff, but turns his wheel in such a way that the tires catch the rope of this bridge that is currently falling, catches it and falls plummets with it and gets to the side of the other side of the cliff and drives it up, up, up it. That sounds fucking awesome. Yes. <laughs> well, it does sound awesome, but later on in the movie, whenever, uh, Tyrese and, uh, Ludacris are going to outer space, they're like, we have to follow the laws of physics and we'll be fine. I'm like, nothing about this movie follows the laws of <laughs> physics or any of those movies. So, Anyway, it's just exactly why do you could why are you worried about that now? Yeah, why were they bringing that up in the ninth fucking movie? They're like, well, there are rules that we have to follow. Yeah, bullshit. (laughs) So anyway, the crew gets back together, and it's all about magnets. And then John Cena (laughs) gets double crossed by this rich guy who, um, he's befriended uh, the girl who was like the bad guy in the last one, who's Charlize Theron, and. yeah i mean that's pretty much it is magnets and going back and forth and like tickling the taints and stuff like that we find out han didn't really die okay uh kurt russell uh, helped him fake his death Mm -hmm. he pulled him out of the car before the car exploded bullshit yeah i was like how no stupid circling back on that because this is one of the things that i did know about this first off the fact that they included that in like the marketing, it was strange because if you have a well-liked character, I would have saved that uh, surprise for when the movie's actually out. Maybe they wanted some of that mystique because the only thing they could really say is we have magnets. And yeah, we said to Furious 9, we have magnets. Yeah. And there used to be a TV show called Homeboys in Outer Space. I immediately thought about that when Tyrese and uh, Ludacris are going up in outer space. Okay, so Han crashed his car, which they later retroactively said Jason Statham crashed into him. Okay, which yeah, made him blow die up, and yeah, blow up. But now they've added yet another wrinkle into this. So he is hanging upside down in this car in his seatbelt, literally is the- looking at Lucas Black in the face as he's. <laughs> explodes and burns to death five seconds ten seconds tops takes place and all of a sudden he's up the street 
looking around the corner being like eating shit and he's like yeah so we faked the death yeah why did he want to fake his death um so they were trying to do something (laughs) i forget what that plot was oh (laughs) it must have been pretty what it must have been as well written as i can't remember just not in the car all I know is he picked up some daughter of <clears throat> these rich people because he was going to break in to get the other half of this plot device. <laughs> and we learned that her DNA is the only thing that can open it. So, so literally family is the answer. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> so basically, uh, after the double cross, uh, Charlize Theron's like they're trying to pull like the uh, what is it? The. um fight club thing where they take everything back to zero except they're going to be in control of it whereas fight club nobody was going to be in control of it with the big magnet yeah yeah and so vin (laughs) diesel and his brother they get back together after the double cross takes place against john cena they got the same spray tan yeah oh hardcore that's how you know their family because they got the same spray tan yeah they go to the same gym two men that are the exact same height they don't look anything alike by the way i just want to point this out it's just two big people it's like the expendables it's just like a bunch of big dudes who are like yeah bro big dudes big personalities yeah small dicks um vin diesel's also quite short too i think yeah i think he probably is he's like Uh, five foot five he's like glenn danzig i was just gonna say five foot oh no nah, i think he's a little bit bigger than he's that like snooky height oh that's making, adorable i keep making him smaller every time <laughs> he's actually the size of a smurf he's actually pocket sized yes yeah, so you can put him in his, your pocket his pocket rocket um but so at the end of the movie you know they've saved the day they've <laughs> the homeboys in outer space crash through the satellite that was going to help it's a fucking satellite yeah they crashed through it because they go into this car why uh, that's made so- by the lucas black him and the bow wow's in it bow wow's <laughs> fat now i didn't know who he what? was my wife was like that's bow wow i was like no i seen him on bet just a couple of years ago on that tv show that he was doing and he was looking pretty fit. Now he's just a fat guy. So he's done some he's big quar- Bow Wow. Bow Wow's done some quarantine snacking. Oh man, he's been doing some all you can eat buffet. So the, both of their characters are back from Tokyo Drift and they're rocket scientists now? Um, they're not rocket scientists, but they're ex- uh, experimenters <laughs> or whatever. There's also some other Asian guy who was in um, Tokyo Drift, but they're. Question for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. They know how to build rockets, right? They know how to put rockets on cars. So, and they're trying to uh, hit a satellite, which is apparently important. Well, initially they were trying to race uh, a race jet. the satellite. They were trying to race a jet, and th- whenever we first find them, and they just comes back, it's like, oh, you guys had this thing, and we were just bringing you in. So, hey, how about we use it again? Oh, okay. Well, why didn't they just shoot a rocket through the satellite? Um, so what had happened was <laughs> because that would have been not nearly as cool as so they get into outer space. <laughs> All right. And they're like, we're in outer space. Whoa, nobody in the hood's going to believe this. They say something like that. And, uh, <laughs> something like that. And they're looking at the satellite times running out and they're like, you know, we only have this much gas left, so we better kick it. So they hit the NAS oh my and they save the world. Back. They save the world. Well, luckily for them, people at the International Space Station were there and they're like, oh, thank uh, God. They're like, they look like minions. <laughs> they're like, these minions in this car are waving at us. Um, so somehow they get back to Earth, whatever. No one mentions that. They're like, yeah, man, remember that time we were out of space and she was crazy. And they're having, you know, Sunday dinner and there's a, a, a spot open and they're like, Vindu's the like, hey. We're missing somebody. We don't eat till we, everybody's here. And lo and behold, Brian, uh, you know, Paul Walker's character pulls his car up there, but you can't see anything. Winter's windows are tinted, but it's like, hey, we're carrying that torch for him. He's still alive. Um, and then at the very, very end, you know, those post credit scenes, Jason Statham's punching like a punching bag. And he opens up the punching bag and some dude in there. He's talking to this dude and the dude's like blah 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 <laughs> and Jason Statham's like shut up and so he zips it back up 
and then gets a knock at the door. So he punches the punch bag one more time. You hear the guy, oh! And then he goes and opens the door, and it's Han standing at the door. And that's how we leave off. Knock, knock. <laughs> motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this movie was just not that good. I, I well, think about- Listening to you talk about it sounded- incredible though no it sounds horrendous the thing where they're like <laughs> hey we're gonna heed to all these like like the world and like just the, the rules of the world and the reality that we operate in yeah. all of a sudden we're doing it for that scene but Ben Diesel has caught people with his car. He's caught people with his bare hand He's outside his car. caught people with his car. The Rock in the Hobbs and Shaw movie pulled down a whole <laughs> helicopter with his bare arm. Just one arm pulled down a whole he helicopter. He threw a chain over it first. Okay. <laughs> and then he yanked it out of the sky. I'm just like, what? <laughs> and then, like, and one of my favorite scenes is whenever they're in Abu Dhabi in, like, the seventh or eighth one, and they're jumping from one building to the next and they're crashing through. I thought that was fucking phenomenal. And you don't get that in this. And I just, it's not as good. I think I miss the rock and Paul Walker. I think there's characters really helped. I think it helped Tyrese be funnier with Paul Walker and the way they played off. And then also the rock was there to be like, all right, some bitch. He's just some hard dude that you can make fun of. You can make fun of Ben Diesel, but he's kind of not as fun to make fun of. So yeah, apparently him and uh, him and Ben Diesel are not uh, they're not on super good terms. Apparently, so well, I wonder if it was a slap in the face too to include John Cena, or if it was just because uh, he's a wrestler yeah. and he both of them very famous wrestlers. Yeah, and they've gone to actors. do their thing. And I wonder if The Rock was, you know, if there's any hard feelings there. And they were like, well, we know he hates John Cena, so yeah. we'll bring John Cena. No, I don't imagine that. I think that was probably just an easy way to bring another strong dude in. Yeah. He's like, what's another dude that doesn't look anything like me that will get a spray tan that we would say are brothers? Yeah, bro. Then he's almost thinking incredibly highly of himself if he's just like, oh, yeah, me and John Cena, we're, we're, we're family. Yeah. <laughs> you know what was also a little strange to me is Brian, Paul Walker's character, his wife, Vin Diesel's sister in the movie, Jordana Brewster, she comes back and she's like, yeah, Brian's going to watch after the kids while I help you with this situation. And I was like, what? why would he send his wife in to do that? I'm granted it's her two brothers, but it's like she hasn't been along for any of the other rides, and all of a sudden she wants to get involved. Uh, the way that they're trying to keep Paul Walker alive in this universe is hilarious, though. I mean, it sucks that he's obviously tragically passed away in real life, but just let the character go, man. Like you, you have him off-screen babysitting, and that's the reason why he's not. <laughs> like, I mean, he drove off, you know. Yeah, I just feel like. Just be like, they're going to oh, have had, him come back. Like, here's how I could fix that. They're going to have him come back. Be you know like, they are. Oh, cancer. He had cancer. Like you could, there's so many ways that you can write a character out with you know, and address the real life situation of the actor being dead. There's, Stop trying to CGI him back into these movies. Oh, it's, good. it's, it's over. They're going to bring him back. You know, they are, they're going to use his brother. And they're going to, for the body, and do the face thing again. And technology will be a little further ahead than it was in, like, what, 2013 when it's they did the movie? still going to look weird. <laughs> Probably. It will never not look weird, especially when any time a dead person shows up in a movie, you're going to be like, something's weird here. That's going to be the big not, reveal. Something's not right. And they're going to be like... I don't know what they're going to do. Like, I, sorry, I've been babysitting for the last four movies, but... Sorry, y'all. But I'm back. But I'm back. Big dick swinging. Or maybe they pull the ultimate like face off. They just take his face off and put someone else's face. Or, you know, he got blown up and his face was mangled, but the rest of his body's okay. Or he he uh, unzips the back of his head and it turns out it was Vin Diesel all along. What? All or, of it was Vin Diesel. Or he turns around and it's Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> He's two-headed, and the one head just leads the way now. Well, this movie sounds like it was pretty lazily written. It didn't say... <laughs> Dumpster fire. You think coronavirus to help things out? No, it didn't. The last one sucked, and this one sucked. Yeah. I loved all of them up until now. 
I I've seen like two of them, I, but this I did read some reviews before you came over and talked about this, and it does seem. Oh, they said it sucked too. Well, it, it seems like everything was like the most first draft thing, and that they just didn't bother like putting a whole. I know that these are big dumb action movies, but it really seems like they were just phoning it in. Yeah. <laughs> so. I will also say last thing because I brought this up. Two things. Um, Vin Diesel always looks like he's got a poop whenever he's <laughs> he's looking at somebody and whenever he's like, you know, it's an intense moment or very serious. Uh, yeah. John Cena was trying to give his best strong man face. And I was like, I cracked up actually a couple of times loudly in the movie. I LOL'd in the theaters. Um, and then there was one time I also did really laugh hard um, was so as a sacrificial goat or lamb. Um, Vin Diesel has locked the door uh, where everybody's ran out so he's going to take on all these henchmen so he's like I gotta do it for the family you know of course oh, all that bullshit no. so he looks at the camera he's he's climbed up some ladder so he's higher up than all the um, people coming after him and he just puts both of his fists up like he's flexing like oh, this hell and he yeah. jumps off of the staircase or you know wherever he's standing higher up and lands on all these dudes he just flexes and jumps off and hits him with like his elbows and i was like what the fuck is this did i laughed he, did he like kill, kill like 12 people by he, doing that? yeah he just threw him away but whenever he he ended See, up he falling flexed, he flexed on him so hard he killed like 12 people instantly what, what was perplexing was he threw all these people into the silo uh, they're in a silo and it's water below he goes falling in the water and then you go into this weird like montage of his past or whatever <laughs> and everybody else is dead we're assuming he hit his head really hard when he hit that water i don't know he just fell in yeah and then he was thinking about his father and like how he died and like i don't know there was oh, some my like dad got, my dad got flexed on real hard and then he got <laughs> nobody flexes on my dad nobody flexes on me it's like the Kennedy curse, you know, don't flex, bro. Don't flex. Um, That's incredible. I think I should have watched this movie just for that scene alone. Well, it began it, it, the coronavirus at the theaters for us ended with a Vin Diesel movie bloodshot for you it began with it. And it ended with another dumb Vin Diesel movie. Yeah. Fast for me. Honestly, it sounds like bloodshot was restrained compared to this. And I don't think that was a good movie, but. I had fun with it. Isn't this like kind of long too? Yeah, it was like, like two and a half hours. Yeah, Bloodshot was like a clean 90 minutes, I think. Yeah. So, oh, I would have settled for it that was, so it much. It was in and out. It didn't stick around longer than it needed to. So thank God for that. Well, this movie's going to thrive. It's kind of like my love for Alkali Trio. They could just shit on like a, a CD or like, you know, just Matt Skiba farts in a microphone. And I'll be like, this is the greatest thing ever. So I'll I buy, think I'll buy five of them. Yes, please. <laughs> is this a demo? Is it sound like crap? Okay. Please. And thank you. I've already done that. <sighs> thank God. Well, glad we got to experience that. <laughs> glad we got, I got to experience you telling me about it. Yes, you're welcome. Um, the other, the other thing we watched this week, um, we watched the part one of fear street and this one was entitled 1994 great music selections and I, the, another thing i was gonna say i'll say it right at the top i like this movie a lot this is the first in the fear street trilogy and all three of them are going to come out in the next two weeks so i think the second one's already up today and they're really good music selection was amazing i was like holy shit i have never heard iron maiden in a movie before they got fear the fear of the dark play and when that kid was on the computer i was like That's fucking oh yeah sick. he was wearing a shirt too yep um so yeah really really cool music but just the whole i looked at olivia and i said this movie passes the vibe check just from like the first few minutes of this i loved how colorful and stylistic it was i love mall shopping malls in the 1990s how weird and creepy they can be uh and apparently i liked how they there's a chase in a spencer's gifts where they only have the black lights turned on think anywhere where there's a black light it's fucking cool 
<laughs> replace every unless it's in your bedroom exactly. then the semen lights up like nobody's exactly. business exactly then you don't you don't want a black light in there no definitely not yep. because you think you you think you've got it all but guess what you haven't you can't hide from the black light you just pour bleach all over what your if they clothes? turn the black light on in the store and the walls are still covered in comb <laughs> you mean blood comb <laughs> no you mean blood no we all know what it is no god <laughs> um um so yeah, this is set in the fictional uh, two towns of Shady Vale, Shady Side, and which they call Shitty Side because there is a much nicer, uh, fancier town right across the river called Sunny Vale, and that's where all the rich, beautiful people go to school, and they like to talk shit about people from Shady Side, and Shady Side is like the murder capital of America, apparently. <laughs> All this weird shit happens, and they have a big long montage at the beginning of man, this place is a shithole. It's been shithole for 400 years. People been shitting this hole since the day it was constructed. The pilgrims showed up, and this place has been fucked ever since. There's a preacher that snapped and killed a bunch of people. I really want to see him. His character look like it could be sinister. Yeah, real fucking creepy. There's People have showed up to Camp Nightwing and they've killed some people. And then there's a witch who's been around for a long time. And now she's possessing people and people that she's killed are coming back and don't bleed on her grave. Maybe she should have been buried a little deeper than three inches in the ground because what the fuck was that? Yeah. And (laughs) there was red moss. Did you notice it was red moss? Red moss. I've never seen that before. I looked it up and it is a real thing. Yeah. So Um, let's, let's talk about what we like before we kind of break it down a little bit further. Well, the beginning of the movie was really good. It it went back to, it was Uma Thurman's kids actually in this, her and Ethan Hawke's daughter. And it harkened back to um, Drew Barrymore at the beginning of scream. Um, Very similar. Even like the kill and stuff like that, where he's chasing after. Yeah. There's a phone call. Mm -hmm, Right. (laughs) I, I found that I was like, oh, yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah, it's just smartly put together. But yeah, I liked, like we said, the music selection is really good. I think the performances across the board. I don't know any of these actors, but I think pretty decently acted throughout. There's not a single person here that I thought was egregiously like either bad or irritating throughout this. I think everyone did a, a pretty good job. Um, it is a little weird knowing that R.L. Stein wrote something and then I they have, so too. they've up. I think that those books were supposed to be more geared towards like young adults and teenagers as opposed to goosebumps, which was more for kids, but still I, his name is more yeah. synonymous with the, yeah. the kids books. And more recently, like the fucking having Jack Black play him in those, <laughs> those, uh, those goosebump movies. So yeah, it's, which I do love really yeah that is that is a strange way but i think it's just they've adapted it for the way the world is now like people swear kids the kids in the past that grew up with oral stein are adults now some this is like a way to relive that but just in a modern version and there's like there's same-sex relationships in this because you know did you expect sam to be a girl yeah did you almost certainly oh i did not i was like Oh, he's over here grabbing on this girl's ass. And then she's like, Sam. And it was like, what? No, I figured the way that they zoomed in on the ass grabbing. I was like, oh, it's definitely that girl. (laughs) You were smarter than I because I was fooled. And then you're like, what? I know. But it's, you know, it's it's handled in a way that you would expect where it's just like, yeah, like. We're acknowledging that there are gay people and we're not pretend movies don't pretend like they don't exist anymore. And, you know, they're just uh, handled in a much better way. So it's, um, yeah, I, it's just, kind of, it's well acted throughout the, the horror sequences are a lot more brutal than I was expecting. Um, there yeah. is a, one particular sequence towards the end where a certain character gets their head, pushed through a bread a bread slicing machine did not see that coming by the way store i seen it but i didn't believe it was gonna just happen absolutely like just liquefies their head it was way more brutal than i was expecting and pretty much all the kills are even going back to 
the the very first one where he chases chases her down and stabs her in the in the in the mall food court. I was like, oh god, like he's really going for it. Well, then when he got shot in the head and his eyes rolled back on oh, the back yeah. of his head, that was wild. Yeah, that was pretty fucking crazy too. But yeah, there's just a lot of I don't know. It's just a well made movie that I think could probably go for you know just about anybody. Like it's just a fun horror movie that's well put together and well acted yeah it's, it's not, more supernatural yeah I, I wasn't expecting that i i that was the part that i was i was like oh it's just a serial killer and be like no it there's full-on like there's a siri <laughs> was about hey serial killer be like no if my watch started talking to me. Oh, you <laughs> old girl thought you were talking about her. Yeah, she's, she's like going to kill you when you're asleep. Killers. Let me <laughs> let me tell you about this guy I know, I, Ted I, Bundy. Electro- Wonderful. My electronic ears just perked up when I heard that. Do you like clowns? We have Gacy. <laughs> Get your serial killers here. <laughs> One a dozen. Yeah, yeah. There's full on like witch possessing dead people to come back to life and uh, kill other people. Mm-hmm. because a girl bled on her grave that's the setup for that and that's why they're chasing after that's why all these dead people are chasing after them well one question i do have and i want to explain but it, it wasn't explained so there's a scene after all this uh the football fight or whatever whenever they're having a, a visual for they, yeah they had a um a brawl at the vigil for the girl that got stabbed in the mall. So, um, on the way back to Shittyville, um, there's a car following them and it's the people from sunny Valley and <laughs> sunny Valley and Shittyville. And, uh, exactly. And they're about to throw a cooler off the bus to this car, but the girl's nose bleeds similar oh, yeah. to Sam's nose bleeding. But, Sam's nose is because of the wreck. The other girl, hers just starts bleeding from both nostrils. Correct. Which never is explained. You are right. And they also reference that at least two more times. And I, unless I just completely missed it, I don't think that they ever say why that happened. <laughs> and I wonder if there's some kind of connection there. I would maybe. Although if nobody's nose bleeds in the next two movies, I'm going to assume that th- they just cut something out and forgot like, about it maybe i guess nose nose bleeds all the time yeah not important how coincidental to, talk about people's noses but yeah <laughs> that was a particularly good sequence where they just fucking crash their car because they <laughs> were like oh my god we need to go and how no one stumbled across this well how did our other killers become killers right they well one of them was the axe murderer from the camp and yeah but he was possessed by the yeah so do they all they go all, across this area uh i think that anyone that i don't know it does is it clear how she chooses her victims i think that there's a scene right at the end where she's writing people's names on the walls well i thought it was where they desecrated the gravesite. maybe but it also seems like she's still alive too, right? Maybe. So she's currently writing the names of current people. Yeah. Maybe it's, I don't know. There's some super supernatural shit going on. So it's, it's entirely possible that some of the plot holes in this movie could be answered in the other two subsequent ones. Which one came out today, yeah. which is 1970 something. 1970 something. The camp, that's the camp one. Uh, and then, and then there's like the pilgrim one or whatever that's set in like the 1600s. 1666, Ooh. which I think is next Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> which is going to compete with Loki for me. Loki. Loki. Yeah. God. Loki. Owen Wilson just says it's so, so weird. I like it. Um, but yeah, there's a lot, a lot of stuff to like in this movie. I'd, I'd recommend it for sure. Yep. That's what I did on Monday. Besides people trying to sign me up to watch goddamn babies. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Anything else you want to add, Ryan? Nope. Looking forward to seeing the new one. Um, so that will be competing with um, the Black Widow. I think maybe we watch this one again. 
1980 or 1970, whatever. I'm happy doing that. We'll Cause I think that might work out easily straight into the next one. But yeah, that we're, and the reason we didn't want to spoil this too much because it is so new. It literally just came out. So yeah, I'd be kind of pissed if someone gave me too much, but yeah, uh, I will say there is a bread slicer in this and it is used to, uh, slice, slice head, not slice. bread. Somebody's head getting, getting some head get sliced, getting, getting some head. That's as far as I'll go. But yeah, it's a, I don't know, fun movie. Uh, and I'm looking forward to uh, the other two in this trilogy. It's really neat. I've never, I don't think Netflix has done something like this before. Where they were like, Hey, we got three movies. They're all coming out within three, the next three weeks. Yeah. I thought Enjoy. that was interesting too. Cause when I seen that, it's like the next one's 1984. I was like, Oh man, you got to wait forever. Like the haunting of Hill house, you know, yeah. it was uh, like oh. two years. <laughs> but yeah, lo and behold, I guess they did all this during quarantine. And plus the books have already been out there. So the reference material is already, yeah made i would be and maybe i'll do a little more research for next week's episode and we can see if there's any correlation between this or if it if they're literally just going like oh we just use the name and just kind of wrote some new stuff around that yeah and strange they're going backwards in time as opposed to forward yeah man well i don't know i'm sure that they're all going to tie together somehow maybe we'll get some more answers about the witch when by the time we go all the way back to the colonial one but Mm -hmm. yeah it'll be interesting it's fun it's a fun time and it's it's kind of nice to have horror movies come out in the middle of the summer too as well um yeah to kind of mix it up because it's so oversaturated in october yeah if these if these came out in october i think we would have probably skipped them because I don't know. No, we do our Halloween <laughs> yeah. episodes. We probably would have caught at least one of these. Yeah. But I don't think we would have been as invested in potentially going in on you know, all three of them. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, that's Fear Street 1994. So uh, enjoy it. Go watch it, guys. And yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch you guys next week as we say. <laughs> What else you got? <laughs> Nothing. I was going to say nighty night bitches, but I was letting you say your, your at thing. the end of every episode. <laughs> nighty night bitches. This is Maryland's vagina signing off. Don't put your head in a bread slicer. Good night. <laughs> Find Washington, D.C.